That means everyone, including me. Do you all understand? Emily, Jamie and Reese nodded in unison. Taylor swung her foot and whittered on under her breath. Taylor, are you okay with that? Meh, she said, shrugging. What are you going to do? I stared at her, my hackles rising. It was nearly six o'clock and the prospect of moving several heavy pieces of furniture around was pressing on my thoughts. With a lethal combination of tiredness and hunger beginning to set in as well, I thought it would be wisest to ignore her. Dinner was thrown together in a hurry. Pasta with cheese sauce and garlic bread. One of the few meals that had featured on both Taylor and Reese's lists of favourite foods. Emily and Jamie, who had already eaten with their dad, sat with us at the table while we ate, sipping at mugs of warm milk. It was nice that they wanted to be part of things, and I was pleased to see that Taylor and Reese were tucking into their food. Some children lose their appetite after the trauma of separation from their parents, but the siblings were scoffing their dinner hungrily, licking stray flakes of parsley from their fingers after each bite of garlic bread. Can I have some more, Rosie? Reese asked thickly before he'd swallowed his last mouthful. Almost upsetting his beaker of water as he cluttered his knife and fork to the table, he still seemed ill at ease, but it was reassuring to know that at least he had some warm food inside him. Yes, of course you can. A bowl of leftovers sat on a hessian mat in the middle of the table, a long silver serving spoon resting on the rim. Help yourself, love, I said, lowering my own fork and edging the bowl towards him with my fingertips. He raised his eyebrows, surprised, it seemed, to be given such responsibility. I started eating again, nodding encouragingly as he loaded the spoon with pasta and plopped a large dollop onto his plate. He looked up at me and beamed. Taylor, would you like some more? I asked, breaking off a piece of garlic bread for myself. She had taken umbrage at not being allowed a fizzy drink with her meal, something her mum always gave her. The resultant scowl was still in place. Rolling her lips in on themselves as if she'd just applied a layer of lipstick, she hitched one shoulder up to her ear. Meh, tastes like crap if I'm honest. Emily's mug froze an inch from her mouth, her eyes darting to meet mine. I'd rather you just said you didn't like it, Taylor, I told her, my voice off-key. Sudden tiredness had drained my desire to remind her of the house rules or embark on a lecture. She looked at me and shrugged. Actually, Reese, stick some more on there, then, she said to her brother, holding her knife and fork to one side to accommodate. May as well have some while you're at it. Hastily swallowing my mouthful, I said, No, Taylor, no more. Not if you don't like it. If you're still hungry after you've finished what's on your plate, you can have a piece of fruit instead. Livid, she coloured at once, her cheeks flame red. Her eyes flitted around the room as if trying to conjure a retort, but it seemed she couldn't think of one. She stabbed a piece of pasta with her fork instead, snapping at it with a fury as she thrust it into her mouth. For the next few minutes, I listened in silence as Emily and Jamie told me about their day, aware that Reese hadn't taken his eyes off me since I'd spoken to his sister. With his head angled slightly to the side, it was as if he was analysing me, trying to gauge my mood. I wasn't sure why. My tone with Taylor had been firm, but not fierce. Every so often I threw a smile his way, trying to reassure him that all was well. He reciprocated with an instinctive smile, but each time my gaze wandered he grew serious again, the inspection continuing. 
When Emily and Jamie mentioned their meal, I was tempted to ask them what they thought of Debbie. It was the first time they'd been introduced to her, but I quickly decided it wasn't fair to quiz them, and certainly not in front of Taylor and Reese. I gave myself an imaginary pat on the back for my maturity and my earlier composure. Sometimes I didn't feel all that mature. Actually, there were still times when I marvelled that they let me foster at all. Who was that man what brought you home? Reese asked Jamie, his mouth full of garlic bread. My dad, Jamie told him. He took us out for pizza. Where'd he go then? Has he gone back to work? Jamie's gaze dropped to his lap and my stomach lurched. Of the pair of them, Jamie seemed to be the one who missed his father the most. A few weeks earlier, after visiting a friend who lived with his parents in a beautiful house by the river, Jamie had arrived home full of excitement.